And I'll never forget, I had a law professor tell me to my face that you will never make it out of law school. You'll never graduate. You'll never practice law. Just stop. And that just devastated me, right? I mean, it just broke my heart. But I knew from that point on, in the back of my head, after I graduated from law school, after I passed the bar, after I opened up my own office, after I was successful, here it is, I'm admitted to practice all around all around the country, but still in the back of my head was this man's voice. That man probably never thought about me 10 minutes after he said it. But it was stuck in my head 30 years later. We're told in schools that we won't amount to much. And you were in law school and somebody told you what you couldn't do. And so we carry that into the workforce where it doesn't end as women, as Black women. So then the job is just a continuation of people telling us what we can't do so we never feel successful. You can have $20 million in the bank and you can have degrees, which you already do to like cover the wall of an eight bedroom house and you still won't feel good enough because you're fighting the voice. You're not addressing the right issue, which is how you see yourself. Welcome everyone to Why She's Winning. I'm your host, Christy Rutherford. And today we have the amazing, the phenomenal, the beautiful, the gorgeous, the brilliant get some judge terry thompson so let me tell you about terry right quick terry has a legal career that spans over 30 years i mean i want to say you a spring chicken terry but with 30 years in the game i don't know uh <laughs> she has been a trial attorney and adjunct professor and is now a judge in the cab county magistrate court in georgia as a trial attorney, she has represented over 35 men and women facing a death penalty in Georgia and in the federal courts around the country. As an adjunct professor, she has designed college coursework and has taught 12 different criminal law courses at American Intercontinental University as a judge with the DeKalb County. Is that my wife? Let me, let me bring my thing up too high. Hold on. I can hear myself feedback. We got to keep it. We got to keep it. All right. Okay, as a judge with the DeKalb County Magistrate Court, she presides over civil and criminal matters ranging from county violations to felony warrants. She is admitted to the practice in the highest court in the country, the United States Supreme Court, and has been admitted to practice in the federal courts of the Virgin Islands, South Carolina, the Eastern District of New York, the Northern District of Alabama, and the Southern District of Illinois. A native of Montgomery, Alabama, she is a graduate of Spelman College and John Marshall Law School. A proud Spelman graduate. Spelman. Yes. She volunteers extensively at her alma mater as the college's speech and debate team coach. She is a life member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. And she also enjoys writing fiction and historical nonfiction. Welcome, Judge Terry Thompson. Good to be here with the Christy Rutherford. All right. So, Terry. Tell us what was going on with you when you decided to reach out over here uh, and you decided to do something different. I had to do something different because I, even with all the accolades that I would get, all the awards, the degrees, the this, the that, I was still trying to get something else. I was always seeking the next 
thing, whatever that next thing was. I'm sorry, my table is a little lopsided. Um, but I was always seeking the next thing and always unhappy. I would get an award. I would get an accomplishment. My name would go up somewhere in lights. And but I was still, you know, and I would smile and take all the pictures, but then go home and be miserable, still not fulfilled. And I tell um, other friends story. I've shared it with Christy, even as recent as like a year ago. I was before Christy, of course. I was like, okay, I need to go get another degree, and I was going to apply for graduate school. Like, how ridiculous is that? And I remember when I met Christy, one of the worst thing, one of the first things she said was, "Stop getting degrees." But I was literally. I mean, here it is. I'm admitted to practice in the United States Supreme Court, and I'm about to apply for another degree. It makes no sense. It's absolute lunacy. And after going through Vision Finders International, <laughs> as Christy says it, um, I learned that I was seeking, it's almost like I'm seeking something external to make me feel good. So you can get accomplishment after accomplishment, degree after degree, award after award, but until you sit down with yourself and be still with yourself. That's one of the things that Christy talks about. And um, my coach was Kathy, who was phenomenal. And that was one of the things she told me. She was like, Terry, I just want you to be still. Just be still. So that was that was that was the biggest takeaway. So so we're gonna unpack it all, right? We got we got a little bit of time, we're gonna unpack it. So um, you and all these degrees. Um, my social media marketer, uh, buyer, whatever we want to call it, Mevany says she created a slogan for me. She said, don't get another degree in 2023, right? Stop! For heaven's sakes! <laughs> get all these degrees! My God! Right? And I'm looking at your background. You know I be cussing on the phone. <laughs> you want to do what? Right? So let's talk about the degree first. And, and then we're going we're gonna to reverse it a little bit. So when I talk to women, I mean, two, three master's degrees, Terry, and making $65,000 a year. I'd be like, hey, man, if the first master's didn't get you past 100, why did you get the second? And why why are you working on a PhD to, to cap yourself out and don't even think you deserve $100,000, which is insane. So let's talk about the validation piece, because you were getting all these degrees to be able to... Uh, uh, Scratch the itch, right? To soothe the pain of something that happened a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So, so let's talk about it. One day, one day, Terry, I'm going to write an article, a book on why Black women are the most educated and least paid is because we're getting the degrees to solve a problem from back in the day and we're not attaching a price tag to the degrees because the degrees are on trauma. I ain't going to unpack all of that here. But let's talk about why now, because now you know, why mm -hmm. were you super educated? That's one. And then the second part is, why did you think you needed something else past where you are right now? So my, what I really feel like, well, this is what I thought. I thought my trauma, because you know how we all kind of self-diagnose ourselves. And I'll never forget, I had a law professor tell me to my face that, you will never make it out of law school. You'll never graduate. You'll never practice law. Just stop. 
And that just devastated me, right? I mean, it, it just broke my heart. But I knew from that point on, in the back of my head, after I graduated from law school, after I passed the bar, after I opened up my own office, after I was successful, here it is, I'm admitted to practice all around, all around the country, but still in the back of my head was this man's voice. And of course, it wasn't until I really had to figure out why that man's voice, who I'm sure is probably long since in heaven somewhere, um, why that voice still stayed with me, which as I learned <laughs> through several weeks of dealing with that, like, why was I, why did I still hear that man's voice? That man probably never thought about me 10 minutes after he said it, <laughs> but it was stuck in my head 30 years later. And it was because that word, those phrases, those hurtful phrases were connected to some other trauma and it linked back. And so it linked back to something that I kept saying, oh, I don't have daddy issues. I don't have that. I'm That's for y'all other unhealed women, right? <laughs> Not me. But it had to link back to something because I couldn't understand why that man's voice stayed in my head for 30 plus years. That's ridiculous. That's insanity. And so it wasn't until I had to figure out why his words meant so much and why they stayed with me. And it wasn't until I unpacked that. And yes, I did have issues in childhood where I didn't have a father present, but I had a wonderful mom who was a super mom, right? She was the superstar of my life. I mean, just an amazing person. And she did it all. So then I had to do it all. Oh, no, I, I got to break it up. Are you ready? <laughs> I don't know why you was nervous talking about I'm nervous. You ready to sing like a canary. Hold on. We're going to break it up because it's a lot to unpack, right? Like, because I want people to be able to get the lesson and not have the, the long, is one, I mean, it's your story now, which is amazing. But I want to be able to break it up so they can get one lesson and then get the next lesson and then get the next lesson. Just ready, y'all. She ready for y'all. All right. Hey, Chris Rutherford here. If you want to learn how to get a 30% raise this year without getting another degree, Go ahead and get my free case study and get this information. Use it. You can go to changenowwithchrissy.com, changenowwithchrissy.com. It's about 30 minutes. Use the insight, own your value, and get paid what you desire and deserve. Take care. See you soon. Ready for y'all. All right. So, um, so your your professor said, right, we all had somebody, which uh, Tanil said, who told us what we couldn't what we couldn't do and who we couldn't be? And I remember my eighth grade teacher said, "You'll never amount to much." You'd be like, "Watch me." So we we're those. You'd be like this, "Watch me," right? Mm -hmm. Like we're told in schools that we won't amount to much. And you in law school, and somebody told you what you couldn't do, and so we carry that into the workforce where it doesn't end as women. As black women, you know, I went to boot camp. Mm -hmm. They was like, you don't belong here because you because you black and you a woman. Watch me. Officer candidate school, you don't belong here. So by the time I got to work, I've been proving people wrong, Terry, 25 years before I even started my job. Does that make sense? So then the job is just a continuation of people telling us what we can't do so we never feel successful. No matter, you can, you can have $20 million in the bank and you're going to have degrees which you already do to like cover the wall 
of an eight-bedroom house and you still won't feel good enough because you're fighting the voice, you're not addressing the right issue, which is how you see yourself. Right. So it was your um, professor that said it, which which is what your, your direct link in your mind was a problem. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's going on with this audio. Uh, so your, your professor was like a direct link in your mind. But and you was like, I ain't got that issues. That's for all y'all other women. Uh, but you did. <laughs> <laughs> right. I did. <laughs> you did. You was like, my mama overcompensated. Which we were talking about that. My mama worked hard. I had the greatest mother ever. She worked and she made sure there was no gap. There was a gap. Right. Like it, it was, it just is, it's not good, bad or indifferent. So, so talk to us about, um, you know, the revelation when you realize that it wasn't a professor, because I talked to a lot of women who always point to the one person in their life that hurt them the most. And then you'd be like this, that ain't it. That's, that's somebody yes. that's happened at 30. Does that make sense? Somebody, somebody pissed you off or created pain for you when you were five or seven and you refused to go back and look at that because you're going to think that, you know, it's almost like whenever you put your hand on it, you're going to explode. So that's a dynamite that you won't even go near. So, so talk exactly. about when you had that revelation. You was like, my God. Oh my. Issues. What was that like? <laughs> yes. I will never forget it. I won't forget it. It was revelatory. And it was, you were on the call, I believe. Kathy, Coach Kathy was on the call. And I remember when I said it, like, and I remember saying it distinctly, I don't have daddy issues. That's for y'all, right? I'm talking about this professor. And I'll never forget, Kathy just went, mm hmm And I think you two probably looked at each other like, okay, who gonna go first? <laughs> And because, but, but it was, it was revelatory because it wasn't until I had to understand why that man's voice stayed in my head. It wasn't what he said. It, it was because it was connected. It confirmed what I believed, what I, like you said, didn't want to touch. I don't want to go there, right? We don't want to uncover that part. We just want to tinker over here on the, uh, it's like on the layer. We don't, we, we just want to slide on the layer, <laughs> And not go beneath it. Um, but once, once you guys confronted me with that, like, yeah, you, you can't, you, yeah, mm -hmm, it's you. <laughs> and very little to do with the professor because we don't want to dig down. We don't want to dig deep. We don't want to pull out that old stuff, those old scars. Who wants to do that? But um, it wasn't until I did that. I understood why that man's voice stayed in my head. And I used to question that. Like, why is his voice in my head? This man is long since gone to glory. And like I said, I'm sure after he said it, he probably didn't remember he said it. But it was ingrained in me. And it caused me to just keep accomplishing. Oh, I got to do this. I got to show this man like, that's ridiculous. But up until that point, I didn't realize it was connected to something I didn't want to address. And I think that's the key. We want to fix our problems the way we think we should fix our problems. When in fact, it's the ugly, dirty, slimy stuff that we've been hiding from. Like, I'll never forget it. I kept telling you, that's not me. Y'all got them issues. I don't have those issues. <laughs> 
I, I remember I was driving from uh Birmingham. Yes. It was dark. It was dark. And you got you got the business in the dark. I, what? In the dark. Hold on, hold on, Kathy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. What yeah, about. that ain't me. That's for other. That people. ain't me. All right. So let's talk about, uh, you know, the 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 influence that your mom had on you from doing everything. And then what I said to you on the call because I, you know, before we jump mm-hmm. on, I was like this. Did I say something offensive to you? And you was like, No, that wasn't offensive because you know, always got something to say offensive. So what did I say to you and how did that land in your head? And then what did you eventually learn about yourself? Because y'all always reject the diagnosis that I give. And I'd be like this. Me too. Right. And I remember talking to you the first time and you said, if I get it, if I get it, if I got it correctly, you're addicted to perfection because I saw, I upheld my mother as the best. And she was still in my mind, the best. Because like you said, she had to overcompensate, right? So she worked every day. She, we, we never missed a meal. I never missed a prom or a debutante ball or this or that. So to me, it was, oh, well, she did it all. So I have to do it all. So here it is. Married, kids, kids in college, kids. You know, I made sure my daughter was in ballet. She's in a debutante ball. Son, going to soccer three, four, about eight days a week. (laughs) We're going back and forth. In the middle of me getting all these degrees, going to every courtroom I can, trying to show who that voice in the back of my head that I wasn't good enough. And then over here, I got this perfectionist mom. So I've got to keep doing it and doing it and doing it. Um, But the biggest revelation, I tell you, I mean, I just cannot thank you guys enough. I mean, I know I'm not here just to plug Vision Finders International, but it is because it wasn't until, like I said, Kathy just told me, and you've said it before, be still. Be still with yourself. And I was like, how you do that? (laughs) chasing another degree. (laughs) I don't have time to be still. I got to go to someone, you know, I got to get another award. So being addicted to perfection is, it it was, that was me. And at first I'm like, there's no such thing. I remember when you said, I'm like, there's no such thing as addicted to perfection. That doesn't make sense. But here I am, like I said, a year ago, trying to get back to another grad school to go get another degree. It's ridiculous. But I was, in fact, addicted to perfection, trying, trying, trying. But when I really sat with myself, do you want me to talk about that part yet? Wait, hold on. Hold on. We, hold on. We're because I learned some stuff. I, I, I want to I back up one click and then we're going to get it. So, they go, Lauren is on. Your, your ladies came. Your ladies came. They go, Lauren uh, Denise, uh, Felipe Adams, we better see you in Atlanta, Denise. But uh, you right. meet Lisa persons. So <clears throat> you were working, and and so you're trying to uphold the image in your mind of being the perfect mom because your mom was perfect. Yes, and you working and proving people wrong to, to prove the professor, i.e. your missing father, that, that you're good enough, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're crazy. Oh, that shit crazy. 
A psychopath. Does that make sense? What? I mean, crazy, crazy. <laughs> and then and then blaming other people at work for yeah. triggering you. So a lady uh who said earlier, um, here it is, Sherry. Hey Sherry. Uh, we're gonna disagree on that. That we got micro and macro aggressions, and we have to learn how to validate ourselves. I believe that the majority of the micro, because we triggered because we carrying around baggage and dynamite that we will not touch. Because once you that's that's why we're oh my god, we have these microaggressions, and I'm not saying that they ain't real, but when you clean out your closet, Terry. You you're not triggered. Like it's it's people do stuff because people are gonna be ignorant. I'll be sitting there looking. Let me let me say this and we're gonna get back to you who sit with yourself. I walked in this New Year's Eve party in DC this year looking fine as I don't know what because I look at my side and like, oh Lord, I get better with time. And this lady, when I walked in, Terry, she was like this. Boy, when I say I lean my head back and hollered, dude, I laughed so hard. I, 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 I was, I, I, I was like that. <laughs> I couldn't breathe, and and she was looking at me like, <laughs> "Let's talk about." I ain't even talk about black on black crime on oh, oh, sisters versus sisters. Don't even get me started on that. Hey, could not. Breathe when you hear me. I was laughing so hard. Now, back in the day, before I unpacked that, that stuff would have ruined my night. Like, why uh-huh. did roll her eyes at me? I just walked in here. I just want to have a great time. I just want to celebrate the new year coming in. I lean my head back. I could not breathe. I was laughing so hard. And I was looking at her when I was doing it too. Sis, you can't hurt me. I'm not going to let your pain and how you feel about your raggedness as life and how you feel about yourself affect me all right okay the power's still on i was like what just happened okay here we go <laughs> sure. i know i live on the beach my wi-fi sideways i was like oh the power just went out but i'm not going to i'm not going to allow how you feel about yourself to affect me i came here to have a good night i, I ain't laughed that lot i ain't laughed that hard in so long so anyway i'm not saying that micro and macro aggressions aren't real we are being triggered and we feel the aggressions because we holding on to sticks of dynamite that we not let go of. Once you let that stuff go, bah. anyway, uh-huh. back to when you sat with yourself or what you started to see. So what you saw when you sat with yourself? When I sat with myself and it took a minute because I had never really sat with myself, right? Because I'm too busy chasing a degree or an award or a certificate, right? Um, so, but sitting with myself, like really sitting with myself, um, I learned that everything that I was seeking that, and, and I got, I mean, I'm, I'm very accomplished. It wasn't like I was seeking something and couldn't get it. I was getting all of these accomplishments, but it wasn't until I asked myself, who am I? Well, who am I? Yeah, I got this title, that title, this award, this level, this whatever, this recognition. My name is published over there and it's published over there. But who am I? And I learned the biggest, my biggest takeaway was all of those things I accomplished were external. And I was always seeking the external validation. 
I always want, oh, did, you know, and I wanted to make sure, oh, did you see that my name was at the top? I always wanted to make sure I was at the top, at the top, and wanted everybody else to know I was at the top. Why? Because I wanted that external validation to answer that voice that always said I wasn't good enough. So sitting with myself, I learned that 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 was that was what I was dealing with was chasing the external when everything was in me, and it always was. Hey, Chrissy Rutherford here, inviting you to join my private community, Money Loves Happy People. Yes. The information is so good. We do live interviews Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. I have hundreds of on-demand videos in this community, including my signature course, How to Use the Superpower Method to Write an Irresistible Resume, my other course, Seven Keys to Getting the Raise that You Desire and Deserve. I made hundreds of videos from amazing thought leaders from around the world. You have access to on-demand for less than $500. Go ahead, register, join us in this community, get this insight and get paid what you desire and deserve. Take care. I'm trying to find a picture of this uh, I love me wall. I had one of your cohort members. I'm going to find it uh, and then I'm going to show it after this. Because mm-hmm. I had her take all of her stuff out the boxes. Because you know y'all are highly, y'all are highly, 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 highly decorated. Does that make sense? Everything in boxes. We're, gonna, we're just going to rock with this light going on and on. Um, it's like everything is in boxes and y'all aren't necessarily taking credit for the stuff mm-hmm. for the woman on the wall. Does that make sense? It's like you, you, you get all these degrees, you get all these things, and then you put it in a box and then you forget about it. You get the, the chairman's award and then you put it in a box. So what happened when you started to actually own how great you were? What happened oh when, my you, gosh. when you saw yourself? Go ahead. I felt so free. That was really how I felt. I felt so free. And once I learned that it's all in me, that all those things I was chasing, again, external, external, don't need it, don't care about it. But once I sat with myself, and felt the freedom of not having to prove, not having to show, not having to tell, and and you know, all of those things, you know, that was a part of the legal career. And I think all of that is embedded in the legal career anyway, and in a lot of our professional careers because we have to compete. But being with myself, the biggest gift was the freedom to just lavish in me. And I was always an exercise person. But now I'm a beast at exercising. Why? Because I just love being with myself. I love walking on the beach. I was on the beach a week ago and and it was raining and everyone else was grabbing their umbrellas and running off and getting their kids and running, running, running. And I was just running in the rain, running towards the water. And it was just, and that is just a reflection of how satisfied I am with just me. And I was drenched and my hair was just poof. And I just loved and relished in it. But I would not have been able to do that six months ago. I wouldn't have been able to do that a year ago. No way. So Keith said that the compassion 
that you were in denial and determined to be right. It took 30 years to be aware of that. No, Keith? No. -uh. No. It, it went, went, how long did it take you to become aware that you were in denial? That wasn't third. That wasn't a thirty-year process. <laughs> what was like? Yeah. Week five, week six. Oh yeah. Because because had you not done the work, you would still you would get a, you would be in grad school right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> had you not had somebody say, "Wait, Judge Terry, you a judge?" I remember screaming because I talk loud when I get passionate. <laughs> Because you were losing, you're educated, you got all these degrees, and you know everything. You know we only deal with high-achieving women who know everything, and ain't nothing wrong with you. Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong with you. Not with you, with you. I, I, I don't know what y'all talking about. That ain't me. I ain't got no problems. I don't have no daddy issues. I don't even know why I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm here. That's so funny. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm here. I can't, you, you, you know, Chrissy be selling lollipop dreams and talking about I can be happy and talking about I'm chasing perfectionism. And I don't really agree with that because my mom is the greatest thing since sliced bread. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rock with it and see what happens though. And then, and then when you looked at the mirror, you said, "My God." <laughs> I was a hot mess. <laughs> crazy. crazy. Did you did like so? This is the thing, and I'm seeing people all the time. When I say crazy, crazy is all relative. Crazy and insanity is when we working ourselves to death to get stuff that we already got. This is like how many awards do we really need to prove that we're great? We can't stop. We're addicted to it. Like we're addicted to winning, mm -hmm. only because we haven't stopped long enough. To be able to look in the mirror and be like, man, I won 15 years ago. Does that make sense? I won 20 mm -hmm. years ago. Right. And, and I'm still trying to prove that I won. It's never ending. Go ahead. What you say? That's right. And that's the thing. It's, it's like being on that hamster wheel. You know, how many awards can I get? <laughs> How many cases can I win? Good grief. But I would just put myself in that place to just get another one. Well, let me just try one more. Well, let me just get to, and it's ridiculous. It's such insanity. Um, but sitting with myself was the biggest gift because I don't need any, I don't need any, I don't need Nan another award. And I know that is grammatically incorrect, but not Nan more do I need. So, so what advice do you have for women who are overwhelmed from working 16, 18 hours a day? Because we know why they're doing that. We know why they work on the weekends, Terry. We know why they can't. And they blame their bosses for not letting them uh, uh, have a week off, right? They blame their jobs for not letting them take a vacation, which we don't even really do when it's a vacation. They blame their jobs for, you know, not letting them have a life and, and they're addicted to work. What advice do you have for them? You know, I think, well, my journey <clears throat> began and it, well, it begins and ends actually with learning to be with myself. Why is it? Why are we putting these things on ourselves? And, and step one is to stop blaming everybody else. It's so easy to blame the boss, the career, the husband, the this, the that the relationship, the location. 
And none of that is the issue. Sitting with yourself and understanding why you feel the need to do that is the biggest lesson. Why do you feel you need to do that? Because it's not going to be the boss. I have, I've rarely seen it where it's really that person's problem or that they caused it or made you do it or put you up under that situation. It's sitting with yourself and learning, okay, this desire to be here or this desire to work 80 hours, where is that coming from? Where does that come from? And I mean, it, it was, it was eye-opening, life-changing for me to realize that it wasn't that professor <laughs> from 30 years ago. I mean, it, now I can sit back and laugh. I can really sit back and laugh at it. And I, and I think that's when you know you're healed. That's because I'm not triggered anymore. I'll see someone post, oh, I got this award. Oh, Terry would have been like, oh, let me go get that one. Let me go get that one and five more and show them. I am so not triggered now. I am so not triggered. I am that person sitting on the beach in the rain and loving it. You know, uh, so Shanita, did you see I put Shanita's comment in? So I Shanita. And I was telling you that you could be happy. You're free. I'm like, my God, we just had this woman who's so happy right now. She's da 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 da. And she's walking around. She's having all these great experiences. And she's over 50. And you were like, um, yeah, my friend Shanita told me to, to call you. I said, that's who I was just talking about. Like, you can't. Because you were you were really going to self-sabotage because you were terrified to change. Right? Oh, yeah. You didn't necessarily believe that you could be You didn't believe that you could be free. you like, mm-hmm. uh, what did Jennifer Branison say? Jennifer Branison said she thought I was two sheets in the wind when I was talking to her. Tell her, like, oh, my God, you can have this perfect life. And it'd be great. You can be free. And, you know, you'll lose weight. Because once you stop carrying the spiritual weight, You'll stop eating things to be able to satiate the pain of your soul, right? So, you know, and you have all these things and you was like, I don't know, this sound, sound too good to be true. And then, and then I was telling you about this lady. I'm like, you, that's your girl. Like you saw Shanita change. You saw it. If that's your girl, Shanita changed, you know, after she got her revelation, right? You can't tell me that you don't believe it if you saw it in your friend. Come on over That's here. right. That's right. That's so, right. Why was it so hard for you? Because I talk to women all the time who are terrified, right, to be free. Terrified. They don't believe that it can happen, Judge Terry. And then if they do believe it can happen, they, they're not willing to do the work. And I'll be like, it's not, you're not as far away from what you want as you think you are. What are your thoughts on that? I think it's because, like with me, uncovering stuff that I thought had long since been healed. And I remember going um, through the forgiveness module and learning, you know, forgiveness, right? Well, I forgave him. I forgave him. I forgave him too. But again, that's surface stuff. All of that is surface level therapy. (laughs) Um, But once you really uncover what I call before that stink and must and ugliness from way back. That's what you have to deal with. I know for me, I didn't want to go back there. 
I don't want to go back and deal with that. I don't want to talk about all that stuff. That's ridiculous. I've already talked about it. I've already forgiven. So why I got to go back? But guess what? I wasn't forgiven. I mean, I'm sorry. I wasn't healed. And I know that because I'm still out here with all my accomplishment trying to get another accomplishment. That's how you know you're not healed. That's how I knew I wasn't healed. That's how I knew. Because if there was something else out there for me to get, Terry Thompson was going to go apply and go get it. And it's ridiculous. So that's that's how you know, When at least for me, that's how I knew I wasn't healed. Because I was still, up until I met Christy Rutherford, I was still trying to get something else. And again, all that stuff is external. It's external stuff. I mean, literally, it's just stuff that we're accomplishing. Like you said, eight bedroom house with walls full of certificates, right? I got all, I got so many certificates and it's ridiculous. And again, I can't stop saying it. Sit with yourself, sit down and just sit with yourself and heal the ugly part first. And it all makes sense once you go back and just heal all that ugliness that I had long since covered up and didn't want to go back to like, I'm not going back and talk about that. (laughs) Hey, Chris Rutherford here. I hope that you are enjoying this podcast as much as we loved putting it together for you to share insight to make your life better. Now, did you get your copy of my resume course, how to use the superpower method to write an irresistible resume to land you a high paying job? Look, even if you have somebody write your resume for you, how do you know whether or not it sucks? <laughs> and did you give them the information to be able to write a great resume or did you hope that they were going to spend gold out of something that you gave them that wasn't that good? So get this course, not just to write your own resume, but to be able to provide resume writers with what they need to adequately tell your story so you can get paid the money that you desire and deserve. So go ahead and click on the link on around this video, get this course, use it and get paid what you deserve is less than $50. I mean, come on, just get the course and use it. See you soon. (laughs) So let's talk about the, um, you know, how do I even ask this question? You know, I, I talk to women all the time who, who challenge me on trying to figure out our process. Right, I'd be like, you can't crack the code. You can't crack the code. Come on, because Judge Sherry, we're always the smartest women in the room. Mm-hmm. We're always the most accomplished woman in the room. And if we're not, we're gonna go get it and then topple the woman who 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 had a little bit more because we're super competitive. Does that make sense? Yes. And so I have women who be like, well, I don't want to do it because I can't figure. Well, if you can figure it out, then then that's the problem is that we think, child, we're gonna keep it rocking. It's like. Is is this is a disco ball in here? Like we think we know something, and and then we can't get help. We can't address the real thing that's going on because we're we're so locked into the external projection of who we want people to think we are, and then go home at night and cry yourself to sleep talking about I'm a loser. Like it's not making any sense. Right. So I actually I, I want to shift this question. I just want to make that statement because you know me screening in the background. When did you start? It was what was it? August of 2022. Last year. 
Yeah. So we're what for six, seven months. Yeah. We're like actually six months for August five. We're this is six months later. Mm-hmm. A short period of time. It will take that long. So what what do you think your life would have been like today? Had you not done this, done this work, what would you be doing? Oh, I, I know I would have been knocking my head against the wall, trying to figure out, well, why am I not satisfied? Why am I not free? And I would, I know me <laughs> because I'm highly accomplished and it's not enough, right? It's still not enough. Is that projection, I mean, what is it? Perfection addiction. It's not enough. So had I not gone through the program, I know I would either be getting a third, fourth, fifth degree, which is ridiculous. I would be uh, trying to get into another courtroom. Oh, I haven't been in that courtroom. Let me go get admitted and practice in front of that judge. Oh, that's the hardest judge. That's the one I got to go to. Who am I proving that to? So had I not gone through the program, and again, it was a short period of time. I mean, I started in August, right? Um, I know I would still be in that rat race, that same gerbil wheel, trying to get to the next level. Because, yeah, I'm the smartest person in the room, but I don't feel like I'm the smartest person in the room. So why? Because I had not, or I would not have gone through all of that uncovering, getting to know myself. But even if, even though if I feel like I'm the smartest person in the room, I still got to be smarter. I still got to be smarter. And that's what would have happened had I not stopped and got the healing that I so needed so I can stop getting degrees. <laughs> so what... What advice, one, I want you to answer, um, did you think this level of ease was possible for you ever, right? Because, you because you know, we all mature around here. I named this thing Freedom at the 50, so I wasn't trying to tell all your business. But it's like, did you think that this level of joy, when is the last time you felt it, if ever? Mm. And then did you think it was possible for you to feel the way that you feel today? Um, did you think that was just possible? Let me answer the last one first. No, no, that's a, that's an easy no. Had I felt joy before? Sure. You know, it wasn't like I was in a state of depression. That wasn't my issue, but I was never in a place where I was, um, satisfied. And that's the question. Why was I not satisfied? I would literally leave some ceremony where I got awarded something and come home and just be like, oh my God, I hate my life. This is miserable. I hate practicing law. I hate this. I hate that. Why? Um, And it was always, again, seeking the external, trying to prove myself. And you don't have to do that. But you, what you do have to do, I think what is mandatory for every person, every human being, really, not just highly accomplished people, but what you do have to do is sit with yourself and learn what it is that is that is creating the person that you are. What is that 
dark thing that you don't want to deal with? What is it? And once you uncover that, deal with it, fix it, resolve it, address it, um, that's the only time you can flourish. But have I have I have I felt levels of happiness? Sure. But am I happy now? Man. <laughs> I am free. That's the only word I can I can say is I'm free. I am so free from all of those other thoughts. And yeah, it was that that's a hard life to be constantly trying to be better than the next. Yeah, you said it. I was writing it down when you was like, I wasn't depressed. No, you weren't depressed, but you weren't satisfied. Right. So both both are madness. Like both, both is. I don't know which one is worse, being depressed, and but our depression don't look like other people's depression because we still out there getting it. And then not being satisfied, which means that you're like, you're trying to do all these external things to be happy when happiness is just available to you if you sit there long enough for 30 minutes and you can be your own best friend. You know, <laughs> you can sit by yourself for 30 minutes or an hour and not talk about how dumb you are or how you know, how you should be greater or looking at everybody's life around you and say, well, I wish I had that life. It's like, no, I, I'm, I'm pretty good. And that's what we don't do. We don't know that we made it, Judge Terry, right? We that's are right. trying to make it. We, You made it 20 years ago. I, I read all the courtrooms that you were in. You ain't need all that. You didn't need all right. that. Didn't need none of it. <laughs> you can practice law here, there. Most people, most normal people practice one place. You'd be like, nope, I'm going to go over here. Yep. I'm gonna be in DC. I'm gonna be in the Virgin Islands. I'm like South Carolina. You'd be like, wait, hold up. She admitted to the Supreme Court. She over here. Like, you ain't need all that. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm telling you, this is how I know I'm healed because I, I sit here and I laugh. I can literally laugh at it. Eight months ago, a year ago, I wouldn't have been doing that. I would have been trying to go somewhere else. <laughs> um, uh, Denise, Denise say it's the highlight, humble, and here lie addiction to perfection. I mean, I'm just saying, we can't stop. It's it's crazy. You know, like, I can't stop winning. I can't. I can't. I can't almost work myself to death. And sit, and yes. I'm, I'm, I'm on, on the white flag. I'm on my way down talking about, but can I get something else though? You know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> I'm about to die. And it's, and, it, and, it's, and it's sad, Judge Terry, that, you know, I did this right 10, 12 years ago and I always tell me, we shouldn't have to all make the same mistake. We shouldn't have to burn out and have catastrophic mental and physical failure before we learn the lesson of, we don't have to live like that. That's some BS. And 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 we don't have to work three times as hard to, to stay two steps back. That's a lie, right? We don't have to work 80 hours a week while our white male counterparts are working 85. I'm at 35. That's a lie. Like we're told that we're expected to work hard, be greater, get all these degrees to continue to stay behind. If that ish ain't been working for 20 years, it ain't working, right? Like the gender way, the gender pay gap has not changed in the past 20 years. And all of all of these things that they're telling us to do is not true. You know what's gonna make what's gonna make you money? Be happy. Mm-hmm. You know what's gonna make you happy, Judge Terry, is understanding who you are and learning that you don't have to prove that to nobody. So, hey, Chris Rutherford here. 
Forbes has reported that there's going to be a 40% increase worldwide in the number of millionaires by 2023. Is that you or are you going to continue to talk about there's no money in the market? There is plenty of money out here. You just have to figure out how to get it from your jobs and into your pocket. So I want to invite you to get my free case study, how to use the superpower method to ask for and get a 30% raise in the next 90 days without getting another degree. Look, stop getting all these degrees. Go ahead and get this case study at changenowwithchristy.com. It's at no cost. Use the information, get the money that you deserve, and live the life that you desire. Take Bye. care. So now, one last question. How has your 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 relationship with your family changed uh, with all this? Yeah. Let's, let's talk about it, that. You know, because again, what do we do? We blame other folks, right? When we're not happy, when the boss is angry, I mean, not the boss is angry. When the boss makes us, you know, we say the boss is making us do this and I got to do this. And so I would blame other people, including the family. Well, if 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 he understood better, well, if if they did this better, again, external stuff. Sit with yourself, folks. And, you know, and that's the thing we don't want to do. But I think having gone through this through the program i mean it's 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 almost like there's a light bulb that i get it but it's also a light that i'm illuminating if that makes sense right because then i think other people see that and they're drawn to that including family and i'm able to give nuggets to my kids. I have adult children and, but I'm always able to now pour into them even more. And, you know, what do highly uh, performing women do? We create highly performing children. So my children are very successful, but I can see them stressing out. But you know what? Old Terry would have been like, well, yeah, you just got to work a little bit harder, honey. Mm-mm, no, no, we don't do that right now. <laughs> I'm scheduling vacations for my kids. We are traveling. We're getting massages. That's how I'm living life now. That's how I see my family now. And that's how I'm showing up better for my family. Because look, being highly successful, like you're always saying, you know, Christy Rutherford only deals with, you know, high achieving people. We are a basket case. <laughs> I don't know how you do it, Christy. We are a basket case. And the problem is we're creating children that become like us, addicted to perfection, always trying to excel. And yeah, you do want to excel. We do want our children to excel. So there's not a bad part of that. But the bad part comes in when we're using those external awards, those external titles to validate us when only we can validate ourselves. Okay, Marty watching, Marty, Marty watching. Uh, and then Karen. Ooh, go Karen. Hey, Karen. Uh, so <clears throat> last question. Um, okay, Tamika. <laughs> oh, uh, talking about the kids, you took me out when you said we're basket cases. Boy, you said, I don't know how you do it. It's my gift. It's, I'm a special 
okay, uniquely okay. designed to do what we do. Now you know, you be like, I don't work. I'm gonna tell you, I don't work for money. I love this. Uh, 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 come over here. Uh, <laughs> I I was made perfect in his image for such a time as this, baby. Do you hear me? I love it. I can't get enough. I don't know how you put up with us. <laughs> <laughs> because highly achieving women are crazy. We a lot. We a lot. Because I need because I'm who I needed 12 years ago before I burned out. Does that make sense? Yeah, I need yeah. somebody to take me off the ledge, elbow me in the back of the head, and drag me off the cliff and be like, man, if you stop. Like, does that make sense? You don't need all of this stuff. Stop mentoring all these people. Mm -hmm. Stop doing all these hours. You, I did what y'all are doing and burned out and is a whole hot ASS mess of what happened. So now I'm trying to be the person to get y'all off. I know what I know what burnout looks like. I know what it sounds like. I know what it smells mm -hmm. like. I did it. Mm -hmm. And all I'm trying to do is like get y'all off the ledge or if you mid midway falling off the cliff, throw a rope, lasso you back up. Or if you're at the bottom of the ocean, go down into the ocean. <laughs> And my Aquaman soon be like this. Get up. <laughs> right, that's the look. <laughs> get up. Like you, you've been laying at the bottom of the ocean long enough. Get up. Let me show you how to get up. Get out of here so we can get you right. out of the water, dust you off, dry your mm -hmm. hair off, and you can get on about what God has called you to do. So um James Allen's, no, it was William George Jordan said, talked about serenity. He said, a person that is serene is like a shade-giving tree. Mm. Right? A person who is serene can give light to others because you have it. And it's not necessarily, um, you know, giving it away. What you don't have is like you give from your overflow. You would never touch your cup. Once you fill your cup, you won't touch it for nobody. You'll be like, I'm going to give from the overflow. And your kids weren't doing what you said. I'm sure you told them not to, or you encouraged them because that's all you knew, right? Perfection is like your kids were your kids do what you do. So if mama worked eight hours a week, because your mama did it, you did it. They were gonna do it. And now mm -hmm. you're now you're coming around saying, I changed, they see the ease, they see mama happy now, right? Mm -hmm. And now you're taking vacations and you're creating through your new actions habits that they're going to instill in. You know, you give it a year. They're not gonna be doing all that stuff there because yeah. now, but but this is the thing, you have to get free purse. Like we, we talked oh. to them, like, oh, I want a free. I was like, no, 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 you, your kids are doing what you do. You get free, your kids mm -hmm. will follow your lead. So I'm so proud of you. Mm. That is so true because I would not want my kids to go through this rat race, and I can see it in them. They're already successful kids, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same gerbil wheel. So what um Oh, to be clear, we a whole case. <laughs> Karen, be like this. You're going to be happy. I'll, I ain't playing with y'all. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to come over here and be free and happy. I ain't playing with y'all. No. Um, so what advice do I have? Uh, so y'all can join me tomorrow. I have an event. Um from 9 a.m. to 2 a.m., levelupwithchrissy.com. You can join us tomorrow for my How to Calculate Your Value in the Market event. We'll be teaching how to get $50,000 added to your check in the next 90 days. It ain't nothing. All you got to do is own who you are. Um, or you can get my free case study by going to uh, levelupwithchrissy.com backslash CS. It's a 20-minute video. Give you the cliff notes. Just get the information to change. 
Um, all right. So Shanita say we we can't transfer this. No, never, never. So all right. So what's what last piece of advice? What's your last word for um, you know anybody who's considering working with us over here at Vision Finance International? Oh my gosh, do it, do it, do it. Because until you make the decision to change your life, you're, you're gonna, you're just gonna keep repeating it. Um, I know what it's like to just you, you, you just think. I just, you just have it in your head. I just gotta keep going. I gotta work. Oh, I worked eighty hours last week. Well, let's see if I can work ninety. That'll show them. You know, and, and and it's not until you learn that all of that, number one, that's external stuff that you're trying to get. It's not until you learn through Vision Finders International that you have to sit with yourself. And the coaches that Christy has in place are amazing people. They themselves are obviously very smart people and they can identify what's holding you back. Um, and, and, and any, if there's any hesitation, you need to put that out right now. I would do it again and again and again, and I would recommend it for every woman. Um, I, I just can't say enough about it. Um, because, you know, we go through therapy, we go through counseling, we have this, we have that, but until you learn that <clears throat> was, was, that thing that propels you to excellence, right? Because we're all excellent people. None of us are slackers. We're not just, you know, dusting ourselves off every day. We got it together. It's not like we're, you know, in, in the gutter somewhere. But until you learn that all of the things that, at least for me, that were outside of me, that those were the things I thought were important. I had to get those things that were on the outside of me. Not knowing, not learning, not understanding that it's not outside, it's inside. Okay, Judge Terry. I mean, I, I always say there is, what's the drive behind your drive? High achieving women are high for a reason. Like we're we doing something. We're not just out here conquering in these streets. There is something that happened that lit our fire a long time ago. And, and it gets to a certain point where we watching ourselves burn up because we can't stop, right? So, um, all right. Well, I hope that y'all have enjoyed Judge Terry Thompson as much as I have. This has been an amazing um, interview. So everybody have a great weekend. Of course, you can join our levelupchristy.com or you can get my free case study. It's 20 minutes. Uh, is how to calculate your value in the market. Levelupchristy.com backslash CS. Remember, so all right, y'all. Hello. Take care. Don't hang up, Terry. Don't hang up. Okay. Hey, Chris Rutherford here coming to you from Atlanta at the Reclaim Your Peace event. This weekend, we talked about stop doing and start being. Look, ladies and anybody who's listening, haven't you already done enough? Now it's time to stop doing and start being so you can allow the blessings that God has stored up for you to be able to flow to you easily, frequently, and in many different ways. 
This is what the participants and the women learned here this weekend. It was amazing. We had Kathy, Althea, Larry Martin, Raquel brought the thunder, and we also partied and had a great time too. We had an opportunity to not only connect with the Ladies and Vision Finders Masterclass, but also hear some words of wisdom from Christy Rutherford, the queen of Vision Finders International. This is a great community to join, of a very talented and successful women. It is a magical experience to be surrounded by positive women who only want to be better. There's no better time than now to make the change that you want to see for your future. So definitely get someone who can support you. I think one of those people is Christy Rutherford. I love Christy. Christy, I am um, one of your greatest fans. I love the team. I love the work that you've put into this. It was Christy's initial dream, and I appreciate the fact that she stuck with it to bring it to life because as a result, all of us are growing and becoming our best selves. It was just re-energizing, it was inspirational. Yes, I wanna thank Vision Finder International and Christy Rutherford for just helping me and taking my hand and taking me to destiny. So if you're smart enough and if you are aware enough that you need to change, you would choose the change today and get the money that you deserve at changenowwithchristy.com and your life will never be the same for the best.